This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hall of Famer, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. The great, wacky world of professional wrestling. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little uh, intro, a little opening to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. And you know what? Once you get done listening to this uh, podcast, jump on over there to My World. That's right. That's my podcast. It's My World with Jeff Jarrett. Drops every Tuesday anywhere you download podcasts. So, folks, enjoy Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping this podcast finds you well. I know some of you guys over there in the States are having some severe weather conditions, and we send our thoughts and prayers and warmth over to you guys. Condolences as well. There, unfortunately, has been some. Uh, tragedy over there as well with the snow but hopefully you are okay hopefully you have had a, a nice christmas where you have been able to enjoy it hopefully you haven't eaten too much food and you've had a nice time as we roll into 2023 that is right tomorrow sunday the 1st of january is once again once again upon us the year has gone has flown by uh this is the last podcast of 2022 and as uh as a bit of a celebration, we are doing a video version of this. This will be on the Vimeo channel if you want to watch. Um, basically, you'll see me talking um, and you'll see the footage of what we're watching. So vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast if you want to watch along with us um, as a bit of a end of 2022. And then next week, as a beginning of 2023, we will be having a brand new intro. I was going to wait for the 100th episode, but I think I'll start the year off with a, a new intro that has been created by OVP master uh, Joe Marata. So thank you very much, Joe. We will be able to hear that tomorrow, uh, next week. Sorry, next week. Uh, please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast and to hit subscribe button here on our home, the Place to Be Wrestling Network, home of Talking WCW, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's main event, NWA Crock and Roll, and coming this coming Monday, January the second, will be the or the week of January the second will be the first five episodes of our brand new show, 
Monday Night Project, and then exclusively on the Place to Be Wrestling Network on January the 9th will be episode number 6, which will be exclusive, so you, you'll hear, from episode 1 to 5, you'll hear me sort of mention Patreon, Patreon members, all that kind of stuff, but from the 9th, it will be exclusive to the Place to Be Wrestling Network, the Monday Night Project, where we basically do this, but we watch uh, Monday Night Raw from 1993, uh, the first page, so the first non-Patreon show will be July 26th 1993 they are heating up to the road to uh, SummerSlam so um, at the minute there isn't going to be a separate Twitter it's all going to be held on one Twitter so at MemphisCast will get you uh, Memphis and Monday Night Raw but you can follow the Place to Be Wrestling Nation Network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling there is uh, this, both shows will also be available on all the good major podcast suppliers just search Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast or Monday Night Project and you'll find them ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Memphis Cast will get you merchandise and as we mentioned before Vimeo.com forward slash Memphis Cast will get you this video episode and then you'll be able to watch the original unedited Monday Night Raws thanks to Richard Land he has uh, given us the um the stuff, if you will, and that includes uh, old retro commercials, which is always fun. Um, just a few shout-outs before we get started. Uh, wrestling podcast about nothing at the WPAN is back. They have been on a hiatus. Hiatus? Hiatus. Uh, Mike Crockett and Brian Malonis are back. Uh, they have put a brand new episode out about a week ago. They are back, hopefully, on a regular basis. Also, I'd like to mention at Alan underscore Cheapshot, at Vintage Puro, at Masked Wrestlers, which is Richard Land's um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Twitter. Um, he posts a lot of stuff. He's currently got a Google Drive of over 6,000 thousand WWF um, advertisements from newspapers etc uh, he's got that uh, he also runs the history of WWE.com if you go to at masked wrestlers he's got all the links to everything and also at John underscore Boucher 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 he is uh, a wrestling historian he has a wrestling podcast called Charting the Territories they are part of the Arcadian Vanguard network Um, he looks at territories such as Mid-South the Leroy McGurk territory I don't think he's done Memphis he might have done Memphis but um, he looks at like um, wrestlers wins and losses he looks at uh, gates, attendances, all that kind of stuff. Very, I've listened to a few episodes and very interesting if you're into that kind of uh, side of wrestling. So that's at uh, John underscore Boucher. B-O-U-C-H-E-R. My English is terrible. Anywho, this week we are covering the 3rd of April 1982. Last week we covered the 27th of March where we saw a new name in Eric Embry. We saw a couple of tag teams. We had some Updates on injuries, a very vocal crowd, and as always, a chaotic main event, as well as all the usual awesomes from the Memphis Territory. Now, before we head down to a ringside, let's just have a look and see what's happened elsewhere in the wrestling world. As you may be able to see, that's the little website I use. Uh, so, on the 1st of April, New Japan Pro Wrestling held a show in the Sumo Hall. Attendance was 11,500, and it was shown on TV on the 2nd of April. They saw, and I'm going to butcher some names here, I might just ignore some of those names. Uh, they saw uh, stars such as Arusha Kimura, 
Kengo Kimura, I don't know if they're related, Tony Atlas defeating Animal Hamaguchi. Uh, we saw Bill Eady and sorry, we saw the Masked Superstar and the Iron Sheik team up. Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes defeated Tatsumi Fujinami and Ricky Choshu. Tiger Mask defeated Steve Wright and Andre the Giant pinned Killer Khan to win the fifth annual MSG League. Don't know what that's about. On the 2nd of April, EMLL celebrated their 26th anniversary in Arena Mexico, which saw a show featuring the NWA World Middleweight Championship being defended and the NWA World Light Heavyweight Championship being defended. I'm not even going to attempt to uh, pronounce any of those names. I don't want to insult anybody. <laughs> on the third, on this day, on the 3rd, WF held their show, a regular show in Boston Gardens. 15,200 saw Luis Soro defeat Jose Estrada. Rick McGraw pinned Johnny Rods. Rick Martel defeated Baron Mikel Sakluna. Greg Valentine defeated Tony Guerrero. Andre the Giant and Steve Travis defeated WWF Tag Team Champions Mr. Fuji and Mr. Soyito via disqualification. So Andre was in uh, Tokyo on the 1st and then two days later was in Boston. Bob Orton Jr. defeated S.D. Jones. Pedro Morales defeated the Black Demon, whoever that is. Tony Atlas defeated Jesse Ventura. And Bob Backlund defeated Adrian Adonis in a lumberjack match. And up there in Chile, Canada, the Canadian Wrecking Crew, Terry Adonis and Bruiser Costa, win the NWA Vancouver International Tag Team titles from Dean Ho and Sonny Myers in Cloverdale, British Columbia. So, that is that ladies and gentlemen so without further ado do let's head down to ringside and see what lance russell and dave brown have got for us on episode 85 of the memphis continental wrestling cast as we cover the 3rd of april 1982 please enjoy <laughs> Russell Dave Brown right along ringside. We're all ready to go with another big week championship wrestling, Davey. You're right about the big week. We have Dennis Condry and Randy Rose, the Midnight Express, coming in here to go against Rick McCord. Eric Embry should be a good opening match. Dutch Mantell will be in here a single match against Gypsy Joe. The King will be taking on Ernie Kirkland out of Nashville. Then we'll have Norvell Austin against Roy Rogers. The Monk goes against David Price. And expiration of time tag team action today. Dan Lane and Danny Davis will be going against Sweet Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby Eaton. We got all that in one all show. Today. I'm going to tell you one thing. We better get at it right now because we ain't got time to get it all in. We're going to be back with action in just one moment. I've muted the wrong thing, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't unmute myself. Um, so you'd have seen my lips moving. But So we've got tag team action. We've got uh, the Midnight Express uh, teaming up. We've also got in a uh, main event, Stan Lane, Danny Davis teaming up against Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. We've also got Gypsy Joe. And Jerry Lawler is on TV once again. He was here last... Was he here last week on TV or the week before? He's been on TV regularly now, um, which is good to see. Um, but yeah, so let's head down to ringside for uh, our first match. <laughs> About uh, has the Midnight Express involved, and here they are: Randy Rose, Dennis Condry, and Norvell Austin. I uh, gotta say that the Midnight Express has been kind of low profile. I 
I haven't seen uh, any of the championship matches with the Express's name in it. You know, Lance Russell, if you had to stand out here and tell the truth for once, you would have to say that that's the best tag team you have ever seen in your life. Now, every time we wrestled Kern and Dundee, brother, we left them in the face down in the middle of the ring, a puddle of blood every time. Not just once. It happened every time. So that goes to show you that it wasn't luck, baby. Now, they wouldn't even let us on TV. They say we're too violent. We hurt too many people, baby. We're going to open up some eyes around here. I don't know what we're going to have to do. If we have to hurt people, we can do that. It doesn't matter to us. Exactly right. I'm going to tell you another thing. The Express is bad boys, and everybody out there know it. Now, uh, my boss went through everybody here as a tag team, and I went through Jerry Lawler. I ran over him like a Mack truck, and ain't he, he negotiated now another contract then. But we're going to get some attention around here, and we have to start hurting people. We're going to get some attention because the Midnight Express is number one. And put that in your pipe and smoke it. Have a chair, Norvell, and we'll just see how number one-ish they are. Dave, let's take a look at the official introduction. It's a one-fall, 15-minute time limit match. Introducing at a total weight of 439 pounds. They'll be on the right from Salem, Virginia, Rick McCord, and from Cloverport, Kentucky, Eric Embry. Going against him at a total of 477 pounds. From Florida, Dennis Condry. From Atlanta, Georgia, Randy Rose. Their manager, Norvell Austin, the Midnight Express. This match, one-fall, 15-minute time limit. And the referee is... Jerry Calhoun. It is Jerry Calhoun. Dave Jerry was unsure Calhoun. there, wasn't he? So we are here, ladies and gentlemen. Going to have to watch it in big screen, I think. So we are here. Uh, Eric Embry and Rick McCord going against Dennis Condry and Randy Rose. Eric Embry starting off his team. Red and white trunks, white boots for those of you listening. Randy Rose, blue trunks, blue boots. Eric Embry uh, had a nice match last week against Norvell Austin. Shot tackle by Embry, off the ropes, leapfrog, leapfrog again, off the ropes, ducks to clothesline, just, and we stop. <laughs> Not sure what was supposed to happen there, but I don't think that was that. Eric Embry here, blonde, as we know, is a uh, good guy here, he will become a bad guy. He um, famously was in world class, uh, till the end, I think. If you want to listen to uh, the world class cast, you can on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash book in the territory. Lance Peterson and Mike Mills discussing 19, they've just got into 1988 uh, world class championship wrestling. So they're uh, coming to the end soon. Headlock by Embry. I do apologize for the uh, slowness of the video sometimes. My internet isn't the best. I don't know what's happening with these two. They seem like a lot of uh, stalling. Calling over type. Headlock by Embry. Randy Rose takes him down. Tags in Dennis Condry. Dennis Condry is in. Red trunks, white boots for those listening. And this means trouble for Eric Embry because Dennis Condry don't play math, boy. This is uh, Dennis Condry's second stint in Memphis. He was here 1980-ish with uh, David Schultz. David Schultz had massive afro. He looked like fucking... Um, Bob Ross or something like that, it's just absolutely crazy. But Dennis Country is in, and he's whooping Eric Embry like a red-headed stepchild. Randy Rose now, go! Snaps him off that top turnbuckle, top rope even. Throws Embry into the boot, into the knee of Randy Rose. Randy Rose now in. Big back elbow following the Irish whip by Dennis. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you very much for continued support. Hopefully you're watching the video. You can just see there's me and then there's the uh, the action, Randy Rose. Oh, Embry had a yeah, foot on the bottom rope. So hope you're enjoying the show. We are here. I don't do this very much now on the video because my computer's not man enough. I've only got one of those um, all-in-one screen and everything in it, and it's not man enough for uh, doing sort of streaming and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm just doing this as a year-end celebration. Thank you very much for your support this year, be it um, on our free feed we had before, or through uh, Patreon, or YouTube, whatever we've 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 done our very best to uh, put the uh, show out and about in the world, and hopefully it has done that. We're getting uh, 2,000 listens a week, thanks to the Place to Be Wrestling Network. So that is uh, we that was a very smart business decision we made back in September. Randy Rose back. Drops. Eric Embry oh, drops the knee across the chest. So th thank you very much. It means a lot. Um, as you can probably tell from this camera angle, I am just one guy in my front room watching wrestling, talking about wrestling. I then edit it. I do everything. Um, I get some people to do. There's a graphics sort of on the way. There's music on the that is coming next week. That is paid for by me um, luckily the guys who do it do it on a sort of mate's rate but it's all much appreciated and yeah thank you very much for listening basically double team action here now by the Midnight Express oh what a manoeuvre Dennis Country held Eric Embry two three your winners the Midnight Express Randy Rose Dennis Country very as they have been uh, the last few times they've been on here very impressive and obviously we know what they've become in, in about a year or so a whole different entity but they uh, are putting on a show each and every week they are in the ring or out of the ring because their promos are pretty good as well in particular and you can throw Austin in there with either one of them, and you've still got a rough, rough team. Embry and Rick McCord gave it a go, but it wasn't good enough. The winners, the Midnight Express, back in a moment. Okay, the Dutchman is ready, and we are ready for the official announcements on this match. One fall, 15-minute time limit from Romania. 224 pounds on the left of your screen, Gypsy Joe. And from Oil Trough, Texas, 224 pounds, the Dutchman Dutch Mantel. One fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. We are back. No advert by the sounds, which I'm not entirely sure why it's an hour long, but we are back, Gypsy Joe. Versus Dutch Mantel, Dutch Mantel, black singlet, black boots, Gypsy Joe, black trunks, black boots. This is not going to be, uh, this is going to be bowl and shoe ugly, as JR would say. Gypsy Joe is not the uh, greatest wrestler, but Dutch Mantel will dirty it with the best of them. Big hip toss by Gypsy Joe out of the corner there. Dutch, uh, not too happy about that. Colin Umbro type, headlock by Dutch. I don't know what the record Gypsy is. Joe pulling, uh, pulling the hair. Gypsy Joe now with a headlock and a cheap shot to the throat, which only pisses off Dutch. Headlock by Dutch into the ropes. Oh! Flatter the palm of uh, 
the hand but looks right in the throat area of Gypsy Joe. Corn over top, arm bar by Joe. Hair pull by Joe. Talk about the audio quality here, it's a bit um, crackly. Obviously these footage is 40 years old, so I'm 36, I'm a bit crackly. Hair pull once again by Gypsy Joe. Only pissing Dutch off. Dutch has got a uh, got his own podcast out there on YouTube, Story Time with Dutch, um, weekly podcast he does with uh, WSI interviews. It's all on YouTube. Just Google it or YouTube it, whatever you will. Gypsy Joe ramming Dutch into that top turnbuckle, which, as we said before, is just a uh, a metal hook covered in electrical tape. Gypsy Joe now with some headbutts. Again, a whips Dutch into the corner. Dutch uh, stays there. Gypsy Joe now comes in for some more whips him into the other corner once again. Back first into that top turnbuckle. Snap mare, good lord. Chin lock, good lord. A wrestling manoeuvre by the uh, by the gypsy man. Crowd, go Dutch, go, go Dutch, go. The audience gets that good. Go Dutch, go. Quite a nice uh, orange and blue background this week. As always, full house here in the WMC studios. Still in this direction. I think there's a bit. There's a few shenanigans going on in the uh, behind the referee's back. Jerry Calhoun, as always. Haven't seen Paul Morton here for a while. Um, I think he's probably doing the Mid-South sh- uh, Mid-South Coliseum shows. Um, oh, as you can see, I'm wearing a lovely Terry Funk T-shirt that came with um, Terry Funk wrestling figure. Um, what else did it come with? Some of the good Terry Funk uh, merchandise. Obviously, the uh, the great man. Hopefully, he had a lovely Christmas down in the Double Cross Ranch. Gypsy Joe fight punching Dutch Mantel in the corner, but Dutch is fighting back with some right hands. The straps are down, the straps are down. Gypsy Joe is in trouble here. Big round by Dutch. Oh, pummel him. Corner, corner. Oh, and big back body drop. The mayor of Oiltroff, Texas is in control here at the second. Irish whip now by double thrust to the throat. Double thrust to the throat. The double Dutch clutch, if you will. Dutch Mattel scoops Joe up and slams him down off the ropes. Big elbow by Dutch. One, two, and three. The footage started a bit there, but your winner, Dutch Mantel. Didn't last long after that. Three minutes, 40 seconds of time. Dirty Dutch turned it around with that big right hand. Came out 3.30 with a victory over Gypsy Joe. than taking a break, we will slip straight into our next single match, which will have large Ernie Kirkland, a real stocky kind of a guy, going against the King. Southern heavyweight champ hops in the ring, 
Don Teitelbaum, here's the introduction. Danny Davis in his corner. It's a one fall, 15-minute time limit match from Nashville, Tennessee. 249 pounds on the left of your screen, Ernie Kirkland. And going against him from Memphis, Tennessee. 232 pounds with his manager, Danny Davis, the King, Jerry Lawler. One fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Yeah, straight into action, no break. Smashing these out like a bastard. Ernie Kirkland going up against the AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion, Jerry Lawler. Kirkland... Black trunk, black tights, brown boots. Jerry Lawler, red and black singlet, black boots for those of you on the audio. Danny Davis is in the corner of Jerry Lawler. Colin Everett type, Kirkland pushes Lawler into the ropes. Clean, oh, bit of a shove, bit of a shove. Oh, Lawler just bounces off the ropes, hits him with his forehand. One, two, it's all over. <laughs> That wasn't 31 seconds. Danny Kirkland, um, yeah, just got beat by Joe the King Lawler following a forearm smash. That's why Jerry Lawler is uh, here. He's, he's doing the Jimmy Valiant, I think, because the last time he was here, he was like 30 odd seconds. He's doing the Jimmy Valiant. He ain't getting paid by the hour. And that one uh, is a good example of two things, Dave. You can really get some fire coming on a slingshot effect of the ropes when they're into it where Kirkland had jumped him back into it. And the second one is that you don't have to disable a guy entirely. All you have to do is stun him for enough to get that one, two, three on it. And that happened to Ernie Kirkland. We've got action. We're going to be back with more of it in just a moment. On Ernie Kirkland, we want to get him out of here and talk to him. Let me shake the hand that did it in one oh, big I, one. I, I hurt my hand. <laughs> oh, boy. I want to tell you, that reminded me of that shot you hit Bub Smith with. Lights one out time Bub. Back. Oh, man. Bub oh, told man. me they call him Lights Out Bub up around Jackson. You, got, you got that slingshot effect off those ropes and really creamed him with it right in there. Yeah, that was, boy, that was a nice uh, match compared to the... The series that I've just been through with Dutch Mantel, I, 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 I want to tell you, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm tickled to death for two reasons today, Lance, to say that uh, I was fortunate enough to come out of a series of matches that have been some of the toughest matches that I've ever had in my career. You Tough, and I talked about Some of the toughest this. I've ever seen. And it tickles me to death to be out here again with uh, my Southern Heavyweight Championship yeah. back where it belongs. Thank you. Now... Uh, you know, as before, I went to the promoters and I said, uh, you know, these matches with Dutch Mantel aren't doing me one bit of good. And uh, so I, I, I'm, just, I'm just glad to be through with him for a while, you know. And uh, he was a, he's the toughest competitor that I have ever been in the ring with. And I want to say now that, uh, you know, we, we, we tried to shake hands once before, and I want to tell Dutch Mantel that uh, uh, I would be glad to shake his hand now. Now that all this stuff is behind us, you know, uh, I would like for us to be able to get together sometime. I sure don't want to wrestle him anymore, I'll tell you that. Lance, can we talk for just one second? Well, I'll tell you what. Well, let me say just a, a second a thing for a second here, and then well, I want you to roll this tape that they sent in here. As everybody, I don't, I don't know if you got to see, did you see the David Letterman program the other night? Andy Kaufman was back I on I knew the Andy was on. I did, in fact, miss uh, part of it. You missed it? I was on there, too. Now, come on, you <laughs> missed me. Give me a break, Lance. 
Well, what has happened, everybody knows how the, the challenges have gone back and forth, and we have finally been able to get Andy Kaufman to agree, big star of Taxi and all of these movies, to agree to finally get in the ring for the very first time with a man, with myself, Lance. So we're going to show Andy Kaufman what it's like. I know, this is funny. You're right. It's, it's, it's like a big joke. Now, I've got, I've got uh, double duty this week because I've also got a match that I'm not looking forward to quite as much with the monk. You know, he's some kind of a, he doesn't have both oars in the water. You realize that, don't yeah. you, Lance? He's not all there. I got a match with him, but I am looking forward to the last match, and that's against Mr. Andy Kaufman. And he has agreed to wrestle me, and I want you people, I've already seen this. This is a classic. I want you people to watch closely this tape that Andy Kaufman sent in. Then I got some else there. Can we watch okay. this? Let's roll it now and take it. Mr. Lawler. I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my infant style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the uh, Is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I am from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. I say the bigger they come, the harder they fall. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. And that's what I'm going to do with you, Mr. Lawler. You challenged me to a wrestling match. I think you bit off a little more than you can chew. I'm going to wipe the floor with you, Mr. Lawler. I'll give you a little sample. This is what's going to happen when you and I wrestle each other in Memphis. Come here. What's your name? Susan. How tall are you, Susan? Six foot. And uh, how much do you weigh? 327. 327 pounds. That's a lot more than you weigh, Lawler. Okay? Watch this. Let's go. Andy, I think you really hurt her. It doesn't matter. She doesn't have any money. Okay. She's poor. She can't sue me. Okay, I can do anything I want. The camera off. Come on. Shut this camera off. See? Oh. Come on, baby. This is... Uh, this is great. I am, look I am looking forward to this, Lance, more than I think any match that I have ever had in my life. Now, I don't know how he persuaded his wife to go on camera there with him and <laughs> do that. But anyway, I got news for Mr. Andy Kaufman. This is going to be the biggest night of your career. Now, you know, like, uh, I'm sure that I would be out of place on a set of taxi or a movie set or something like that. Andy Kaufman feels right at home in those places. But I got news for you. I'm right at home in the squared circle right there, Andy Kaufman. That's my backyard, baby, and you're coming in my backyard to play, and you're not going to like the outcome because I, I got a lot riding on this, Lance. Now, he is just a television actor, a star, or whatever. Now, if I went, if, if he lasted more than two minutes, that would make me look bad, right? Huh? Yeah. The king of professional wrestling? So I'm sorry, Andy Kaufman. I can't let this last very long. And I'll tell you what, I'm not really too concerned. I'm not even worried about whether I win or lose. You know, that's completely out of the question. But what I've got to do is, I've got to hurt Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Now, yeah, but don't do it too quick. Now. No, oh, no, I won't do it too quick. 
See, I don't know if he's doing this for a publicity stunt or what. If you're doing this for publicity, Andy Kaufman, it may be the kind of publicity that you don't want. It may be something like Andy Kaufman is unable to go on the David Letterman show because he's got a broken leg. Or Andy Kaufman is unable to continue filming Taxi because all his teeth knocked out. That's the kind of publicity Andy Kaufman is going to get for this because I can assure you I'm going to make a fool out of him first and then I'm going to hurt that young man and we're going to burst his bubble. When I get through with him, he will never want to wrestle me, much, not me again, or any women. He won't even want to think about wrestling ever again, Lance. Well, well, you understand that? The only thing I can say to you, Jerry, the guy has accepted the match. He's, he's going to be in here Monday night with the action. <laughs> he may not, although I'm not sure, may not be a complete fool. Watch out for some sneaky thing out of Crawford. Okay, Lance. I'm real worried. I got news for you. I'm going to take care of any comments. And then I do have a match that I do have to be a little bit concerned about. The Monk. Oh. He is not all there. You got to watch out for something goofy from him but i got news for you i understand jimmy hart's going to be in this corner danny's going to be in mine hart i just want you to make one move because you know that i can't stand you and this man right here can't stand you so hart get up out of your seat one time and i'll put that big bald-headed monk right in your lap and kick both of your butts all the way back to the dressing room okay okay king danny Firstly, we'd just like to apologise for the uh, what you saw in the Andy Kaufman video. Obviously, it is 40 years old, and attitudes and uh, beliefs change. I think that's the right word I'm saying. I'm just trying to you know, apologise for that. And also, um, Jerry Lawler, obviously, we know what Jerry Lawler wanted, said he wanted to do, and then we know what Jerry Lawler did do, and he was right. He uh, certainly made an impact on Andy Kaufman's career. So, um, yes, that is coming up next week. So if you... Uh, haven't subscribed make sure you do subscribe the very first episode of 2023 will be a doozy all righty we've talked about some of the action coming up at the uh coliseum let me give you all of it a remind you you can get tickets up until five o'clock today advance at the coliseum buy them in advance all day on monday up to match time and get them it's going to be a doggone good night of action it'll open up with bobby fulton against jr hard as his opponent Rick McCord and Roy Rogers will be facing the big Midnight Express, Condry and Rose in Austin. Tojo Yamamoto against Dutch Mantel. Then it's going to be a six-man match. It'll have Steve Kern, Stan Lane, Eric Embry going against Luke Graham, Dream Machine, and the Angel. That'll be a mighty six-man tag. Southern heavyweight title match will put the king, Jerry Lawler, defending the title against the large monk, Jimmy Hart's charge it'll be in there trying to take that southern heavyweight title away then there's going to be a southern tag team title match that will be no time no disqualification no stopping the match and there must be a winner when rick and robert gibson go against brown sugar and beautiful bobby eaton and then finally you are going to see that special added attraction when the king goes against taxi star andy kaufman did you say the Southern Tag Champions, but a couple of guys that amazing. feel like they really ought to have the belt are the Gibson brothers, Rick and Robert. They had a confrontation. It was kind of a wild and woolly one. I'd like for you to see some of the highlights of it right now. Both Jimmy Hart and J.R. Hart are out here. Brown Sugar. So I've seen footage of what's going to be in Mid-South Coliseum. Like I said, those those um, com uh, graphics there were, you know, top-notch for a very small uh, wrestling promotion. So we are seeing footage March 29th, 1982, Mid-South Coliseum. 
we saw Dennis Condry, Randy Rose and Norville Austin defeating Roy Rogers, Eric Embry, Rick McCall, the Monk and the Angel defeated Joe Stark, David Price, Steve Kern and Stan Lane defeated Crazy Luke Roy and the Dream Machine, there was this match, we also saw a barbed wire match, no time limit, no disqualification, Jerry Lawler defeated Dutch Mantel to win the Southern title. This match is the Gibsons versus Sweet Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby Eaton. Sweet Brown Sugar in there now getting attacked by a Ricky Gibson. Robert Gibson, sorry, I always get, I always get mixed up because of Ricky and Robert Morton. It's all very bloody confusing. Paul Morton is the referee, so Paul Morton is still here. <coughs> Looks like the Gibsons are in control. This would be one of Roberts. Oh no, Jimmy Hart just sprayed something in the eyes. Oh, is that, is that a fan? Look, Bill Dundee. Rick Gibson has just come back from um, an injury. Jimmy Hart injured him, injured his sternum, I believe, I think he said. Bill Dundee um, has just now left the commentation station and he's getting attacked by Bobby Eaton. There's a lot of men out there. There's obviously Jimmy Hart. There's uh, Jimmy Hart Jr. Kenny Shane is there. They are managing the, uh, the team of Bobby and Sweet Brown Sugar. The Gibsons are in a, uh, a very uh, unfair advantage here. And back to the... Bob Sweet Brown Sugar is attacking Bill Dundee on the outside. Bobby Eaton and uh, Robert Gibson on the inside. Scenes of the, uh, the future. Mark Trussell oh, making some fun noises there. Complaining of the smell of whatever Jimmy Hart threw in the eyes of uh, Ricky Gibson. Absolute chaos here as you would expect in the Mid-South Coliseum on a Monday night. Double team now. Oh no, Sweet Brown Sugar's been taken out of the ring. Bobby Eaton now back on the outside to attack his uh, father-in-law. Christmas dinner in the eating house, in the Dundee household, back in the day. Obviously then Bill Dundee's son, JC Ice, is a wrestler as well. Or was a wrestler, but I don't think he wrestles anymore, but he and Wolfie D, part of PG-13. Sweet Brown Sugar continues to put a stomping on. Jerry Calhoun might be out there as well, trying to split up things. There's a lot of people on the outside. There's a blonde person out there. Robert Gibson bleeding, as he does on a regular basis here in Memphis. Absolute chaos here. Robert Gibson has just thrown the towel in, he's just thrown the towel, he's seen enough, he couldn't see himself, he's been, in, he's been incapacitated by Jimmy Hart, and he's thrown in the towel, he's uh, had enough. Who the hell is this? Who is it? Eric Embry? Jimmy Hart with a cane? Eddie Marlon, oh god Eddie Marlon. Smashes Bill Dundee with a chair. I don't know who the blonde person is. I think it's Eric Embry. I don't know. 
whoever is getting his ass kicked will be eating in sweet brown sugar or attacking. The tag team titles have been held up, I think. He's taken, the, he's taken the tag titles away from Sweet Brown Sugar and uh, Bobby Eaton. I don't think he's awarded them to the Gibsons. I think he's just been held up. Oh! Jimmy out with that cane again, attacking whoever that person is. Oh! Cane straight to the head. Bill Dundee's got that chair throwing that chair around like I said. Oh! And again. Bill Dundee throwing that chair around like a sir, um, stone. Absolute chaotic scenes here. Sweet Brown Sugar's in there with the chair. Oh, chair at the head of Bill Dundee. Bobby Eaton wailing away with any wailing away on anybody with that cane. The first family are armed and dangerous. That not only the fine, but he's going to suspend them if they don't get out of here. Eaton still swinging that stick. Well, just a pure brawl. And finally, they're getting Eaton and Sugar out of here. Boy, I'm telling you, that was bad action out there. A uh, pure brawl is what it turned into, and uh, by the eyes, uh, Rick, at that smell, that camphor, alcohol, whatever it was, a really pungent. You hit me on the head, Lance, that was alcohol, it was in my eyes. You know, when he put my eyes, it was burned, I couldn't see there for a while. I went around for three days, my eyes burning hard. Well, let me tell you something, you must have knew it from the first day you heard I was coming back. You've been planning this back in the back of your head. You're going to do something to Rick, because you know how much I, how much I wanted them belts. Let me tell you, Hart, you got me down then. You put me down last week. You threw the stuff in my eyes, you put me down on the apron, then on the floor. Then you got Robert out there, you know, bust his head open. Well, it took four of you to do it. It wasn't no two out there. You know how tough the Gibsons are and how darn much we want them belts. A hell of a lot more than your boys want, for sure. So let me say one thing. This week is going to be a different story. We're coming out at 110%, and if we had to do the same thing that you do, to get them belts, we're going to do it. No disqualification, no time limit. There must be a winner. Hart, you better load up, brother, because I'm going to load up with every damn thing I got. Yeah, the Southern Southern Tag belts are held up, and rightly so. And, of course, this puts you both in there even, Robert. It's just going to be a continuation of that battle, but somebody's got to come out a winner. Well, that's because I won't expect no wrestling match. You want every one thing that's get them titles and beat Bobby Eaton and uh, Coco Ware. Jimmy Hart, whatever you got, man, just bring it on down. If you look at Gibson, Ricky, and Robert, we'll come with every one thing, take them belts, and go home with them, baby. Okay, good luck to you, the Gibson boys. And they're pretty rugged any time, but when they get hot like that, I'll guarantee you they're going to be a handful to try to handle. You'll see that one. Mm. And whenever they get it together, they are something else. Okay, let's go. We're ready for more action, and let's get to it. We have a single match coming up here. Norvell Austin, uh, who was here earlier as manager for Dennis Condry and Randy Rose, Norvell, part of the Midnight Express, is in here as a single. This is going to be a one-fall, 15-minute time limit match, introducing from Nashville, Tennessee, at 217 pounds, Roy Rogers, and from Memphis, Tennessee, at 227 pounds, Norvell Austin. One fall, 15-minute time limit, referee Jerry Calhoun. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen.
Norvell Austin versus Roy Rogers. Norvell Austin attacking Roy Rogers before, just before the bell is rung from behind. Roy Rogers still got his coat on, getting slammed down. Roy Rogers green trunks, white boots for those on the audio. Norvell Austin black trunks, yellow and white boots. Norvell Austin pounding away on young Roy Rogers. Norvell Austin now Irish whips Roy Rogers. High knee, high knee. Oh, and then a knee lift. Clover and forearm to the back from Norvell Austin. Norvell Austin now. Oh, knee lift again. Crowd fully behind Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers whipped by Norvell. Big back elbow by Austin. Little wiggle. Oh, big right hand. And again, Roy Rogers is down and out here, ladies and gentlemen. Norville Austin now picks up Roy Rogers. Puts him in the corner. Irish whips him corner to corner. Oh, comes in with a knee of the gut. Forearm of the head. Oh, Roy Rogers with a bit of fight in him. Roy Rogers. No, he's not fighting anymore. Snap mare by Austin. And oh, knee into the collarbone. We were just trying to fight. He's hit two punches in this match, and that's it. Norvell Austin. Oh, forearm shiver in the corner. Picks up Austin. Oh, backbreaker. Drops the elbow. Oh, knee in the collarbone again. And again. That's going to sting in the morning. Puts him against the ropes. Irish whip. Big back body drop by Norvell Austin. Very happy with his handiwork here. Oh, big right hand. Ropes holding up Roy Rogers. Choking there by Norvell Austin. Oh, kick. Crowd still behind Roy. Coming back out of the corner. Norvell Austin now clobbering Roy Rogers in the corner. Rogers trying to get a few. Offensive punches in, but it's doing nothing. Norvell Austin picks him up. Double thrust. One, two, no, foot is on the ropes. Foot is on the ropes. Roy Rogers has been saved. Norvell Austin picks him up and slams him down. Norvell Austin off the ropes. Oh, it misses the elbow. Roy Rogers just got out of the way there. Both men now up. Roy Rogers, both men on their knees. Roy Rogers with the right hand. Make it twice. Make it thrice. Roy Rogers clobbering away on Norvell Austin. Oh, Roy Rogers now house of fire now on Norvell Austin in the corner. Holy moly, Roy Rogers hip tosses him out. And drop kick. Glancing blow. Those, those right hands are connecting, that's for sure. Oh, head first at the top, top turnbuckle. There's not much finesse in this match, but Roy Rogers is... Uh-oh. Uh Dennis Condry attacks Roy Rogers from behind. Jerry Calhoun saw that and rings the bell. Roy Rogers is going to win this match by disqualification. Big win there for Roy Rogers, I think. Dennis Condry now picks up Randy, uh, Roy Rogers and 
Oh, that devastating Midnight Express double team maneuver. Someone's coming in, someone's coming in. Dutch Mantel, Dutch Mantel is in. Right hands for country, right hands for Austin. Dutch Mantel whiling away on the Midnight Express here. He's going to get double teamed, I think. No, here comes someone else. Here comes Randy Rose. Randy Rose is in. There's three on one. Three on one. It's three against one. Roy Rogers is laying down here on the floor. Roy Rogers laying on the floor where he belongs. Fucking useless. <laughs> Fucking useless. Three on one now on Dutch Mantel. Someone's going to have to come in here and save him for sure. But who? Who's going to come and save Dutch Mantel? Surely someone's going to. Here comes someone. Someone's coming. Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is in. Jerry Lawler's helping Dutch Mantel. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer, as they say. Double Naga Naga on Austin and Condry. Three on two, but they are managing to stave off the Midnight Express. I think that's a word, stave off. Dutch Mantel and Jerry Lawler had been in a feud for about a month or so over the AWA Southern Tag Team title. No, the seven heavyweight title, sorry. But better friends, better enemies, and all those catchphrases. We're going to get a handshake here. Mega Powers handshake. Oh no, oh, shove. A shove by Dutch. Holy moly. Lawler can't believe it. I can't believe it. We're going to get like a mega power handshake there. Dutch wants a word of Lance. I'm going to tell you one thing. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell him, I don't know if he's hard of hearing or what's the matter with him, but I don't want to be his friend. He thinks it's over, but it ain't over, Lawler. I ain't forgot you, and I don't need his help. I made it this long without him, and I'll continue to make it without him. So the farther he stays away from me, the better off we'll both be. You understand? And he better understand it, too. But let me say one thing. As long as it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's all right. Me and Lawler's always one-on-one, -on -one, but when it gets down two-on-one, three-on-one, I don't go for that. Like Roy Rogers, he's out here fighting his heart out week after week, and these guys, they want some attention. Well, buddy, they picked the right guy. Well, Roy, come here, buddy. Roy, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. Now, if they want attention, they're going to get it. I've got to sit with this guy all weekend long. Put him in a whirlpool or something, I don't care. But if they want attention, all I want them to do is, is put me and Roy together against those guys, and we'll give them all the attention they want. Just put us on the card, man, and we'll give them all they want. Roy, you're going to be all right, buddy. I'm going to stand with you, and we're going to take it. I'm sure that uh, promoter Eddie Marlin will be mindful of the request by Mantel to put him together with Roy and uh, get a matchup with the Midnight Express. Wild action. I guess we'd better take time out right here. I don't oh, guess yeah. there's anything else to say. We'll be back in a moment.
Hey everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic, southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runthin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons, patreon.com backslash booking the territory and patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Do you have a father? (laughs) Mangrate is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ. Is any of your relatives fucking alive? Is man great? <laughs> They are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. It weighs a lot of pounds. (laughs) Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups? You know know, in your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. (laughs) Again, again, (laughs) again. This commercial is like a mini series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host. Luke Jennings. Still no adverts, still no promos. Tournament match coming up from Memphis, Tennessee at 197 pounds on the right of your screen. David Price going against him from parts unknown from the first family with Jimmy Hart as manager. 268 pounds, the Monk. First family back in action as the Monk goes up against David Price. Where's Afro there, David? Jimmy Hart out here with the Monk. Taking off his robes. Impressive looking individual. David Price, red trunks, black boots. The Monk black singlet white boots for those of you on the audio. Uh, Monk slamming and attacking David Price here. Whips him into the road. Oh, big boot to the gut. 
Picks him up. Knocks him down. Oh. The monk is uh, not pretty, for sure. Both in the both physically and in the ring. Clobber and time here, but it's clobber and time, baby, if you will. Oh, big headbutt by the monk. Off the ropes. Big splash. Un, dos, tres. Your winner, the monk. This one is over in 43 seconds. No great style from the monk, but it's sure a lot of power coming out of it. Hart uh, puts the leash back on him and leads him out of the ring. And the monk in a, what was it? 43 name? seconds. Yeah, yeah, 43 seconds. Poor David never really had a chance. He started right at the beginning, banged him down, and kept right on going, as we said. Not a great deal of style, but a lot of power in there. Uh, Jimmy Hart uh, wanted to show off the great ability of, um, uh, of the monk, and so we said, okay, let's take a look at some of his power. So let's roll it and take a look at it. You know, <laughs> I know a lot of you people out there are probably wondering, why didn't the monk have a chance to wrestle some of the big superstars in professional wrestling like Terry McKean Lawler, Dutch Mantel, Dundee, or Kern. Why is he always on the opening matches wrestling with people like David Price, Rick McCord, or whoever, or whatnot? Well, it's very, very simple, and I'll tell you right now. That's because Eddie Marlin. Eddie Marlin won't give him a chance. You know why? Because the Kerns and the Lawlers and the Mantels, they all ran running to Eddie Marlin and said, Eddie, whatever you do, please, please don't with a monk. I don't want to face the monk because he'll hurt us. He'll put us out of professional wrestling. But you know what? I thought, Jimmy, you are the king of professional wrestling, not Jerry Lawler, who calls himself the king. You are a superstar in professional wrestling. So I said, you know, it's about time that I used a little bit of my pull in professional wrestling to get something done that I want to see happen for a change. So I went to Eddie Martin and I said, Eddie, I want the monk to face Jerry Lawler, man, I don't care who's got the belt. I want him to have a championship match, man. It doesn't matter to me. I want the belt, brother, because that's the most important thing in my life is the Southern Heavyweight Strap. And he said, <gasps> and I said, Eddie, I'm going to give you a proposal, brother, and it goes like this. Jimmy Hart and the first family, if you don't give me a title shot with my mom for the Southern Heavyweight Championship belt, then we're leaving, brother. And oh, Eddie got weak in the knees, and he started shaking, the sweat busted out all over his face. And his little toupee started flying up, and his old pacemaker went, Whoo! And he said, leave professional wrestling. And I said, that's right, baby. You heard the mouth of the South, and I'm telling you like it is. I want a championship match. And so, brother, we've got a championship match with Jerry the King Lawler. And I said, Monk, the king, baby. You know what the king's going to do? When you get in the ring with a king, baby, he's going to lay that fist upside your head, brother. He's going to lay that fist upside your head. He's going to do everything he's got. You understand? And you've got to be ready for it. And he's going to lay his foot inside of that stomach, baby. And you've got to be ready for it, Monk. You've got to be ready. You understand me? One more thing, Monk. One more thing, baby. When he's given you the best he can give you, when he's given you all that he can make for you, baby, I want you to take this head, Monk. I want you to take the hand, baby. I want you to put it in your arms, put it in your arms, darling. And I want you to squeeze it. I want you to give it everything you got, Monk. I want you to squeeze it. He said, brother, you know what I'm saying, Monk? Do you know what I mean, baby? Do you know what I'm saying to you? Because God is the most 
ones, Kamala coming in very soon um, I think Randy West is probably responsible for this as well as uh, Jerry Jarrett Bill Dundee looking very stern, riding a horse but as everybody knows for the last three or four weeks that hasn't been happening I may be feeling sorry for myself I don't know, but when you're a professional wrestler or a professional athlete one part of your body's not functioning right, you're out of a job, you're out of business. Well, mine was intentionally done, and it was done by three people, Jimmy Hart, Coco Ware, and Bobby Eaton. Now, I may have jumped the gun a couple of weeks ago and went down there and sat ringside, and it got to me. Well, I'm not jumping the gun no more. I'm going to play your head games. I'm going to give everything a lot of thought. The next time you see me, the next time Coco Ware sees me or Bobby Eaton, and I don't care where it is or which one it is, I'm going to be 100% and I'm going to be ready to go. Now, I'm just going to tell you this, fellas, there's an old saying, I may be down, but I'm not out. Son of a gun, I'll tell you, he, uh, and he means every word he says of it, too. Wait, Evie, we got action coming right up here. It's uh, Stan Lane. Danny Davis will be going against 
Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby Eaton. Expiration of time, no, no. The belt, the belt's not around the waist of Sugar and Eaton. They were held up by Brady Marlin. Jimmy Hart joining with Stan. Referee Jerry Calhoun trying to get them quieted down so they can get it together. And okay, now we have the team of Eaton and Sugar together again. And we're about ready for the official introductions. Here we go, David. To the expiration of time, a total weight of 430 pounds from Delray Beach, Florida, Stan Lane from Jackson, Tennessee, Danny Davis. Going against him at a total of 448 pounds from Union City, Tennessee, Sweet Brown Sugar. And from Huntsville, Alabama, beautiful Bobby Eaton. They have Jimmy Hart and J.R. Hart in their corner. This match goes to the expiration of time. So we are here, ladies and gentlemen, expiration of time, main event, Sweet Stan and Danny Davis going up against Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. Sweet Stan, green trunks, yellow boots, starting for his team. Sweet Brown Sugar, red tights, white boots, starting for his team. Sweet Stan taking Sweet Brown Sugar down, trying to rough him up a little bit. Jimmy Hart out there with his charges, he has sent, no he's back again now. And of course, Stan Lane, who, uh, Stan Lane now with arm bar ringer, arm takedown, leg lock arm bar by Sweet Stan. Sweet Brown Sugar trying to escape, but Stan holding on tenaciously to the arm. Tags in Bobby Eaton, Bobby Eaton wearing matching red trunks. Red, sorry, red tights, white boots. Let's get them fucking things middled up. Stan Lane and Bobby in circling. Future tag team members, calling over type, headlock by Stan, tag in a dangerous Danny Davis. Danny Davis, white tights, black boots, headlock takedown. Former member of the first family. Former uh, nightmare. Future trainer and owner of OVW with one Jim Cornette. Side headlock continued by Danny Davis. Push off by Bobby Eaton. Shoulder tackle by Danny. Off the ropes. Drop down. Big slam by Danny on Bobby. Headlock now by Danny Davis. Push off. Drop down. Oh! Topo Suicida on Jimmy Hart there. Oh, JR Hart with a chair to the back of Danny Davis. Jimmy Hart was sitting at ringside as he does, and he got to Tope Suicida by Danny Davis. Bobby Eaton's got his fist loaded. Bang! Danny Davis is down. One, two, three. Joey Calhoun saw none of that. The winners of the first fall, Sweet Brown Sugar, Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart came in to attack Danny Davis, but Stan Lane, Stan Lane attacked him. Now it is three on one. Jimmy Hart, Bobby and Sweet take on Stan Lane, but Stan Lane is fighting. Stan Lane's escaped, he's running after J.R. Hartley, J.R. Junior, his name is Stan, got that chair. Stan's, oh, good lord launches the chair but luckily everyone was out of the way goes to Eaton and Sugar we gotta take time I'll be back in a moment
Wright coming in. Let me tell you something, man. Sure you will. I've been assaulted for the last time on this TV show, brother. I've been assaulted for the last time on this TV show or anywhere else. I sit in the back and I've watched the most boring spectacle in my life. I am tired of coming on at the last of this TV show every week. Let me tell you something, Betty Davis, Sergeant Betty Davis. I promise you something, brother. Tonight in Jonesboro, Arkansas is where the whole first family's gonna be tonight. And I've got something in this bag. He tries to cut his hair like me. He tries to wear a beard like me. He wears a two and a half year old tuxedo that I was through with and gave to him. And he tries to look like me. You can try to imitate me, baby, but you will never ever duplicate me. So tonight, baby, we're gonna see who's yelling tonight. And I'm gonna fix you once and for all, brother. Now let me tell you, baby. Dundee's out here going, blue skies over. I am so blue. Baby, you're going to be black and blue if you ever come to that ring again. Last week he threatened us. He said, you know, my arm may be hurt. It might not be hurt. I may be there. I might not be there. Well, he was there and you saw what happened. Eddie Marlin was in the back watching. It was okay when Rick Gibson came around and tried to hit JR. It was okay when he came around and tried to strangle me and try to ruin my golden voice. That was fine. But baby, when the tables turn, then Eddie Marlin comes down and he says, oh my gosh, we can't have this. We can't have Jimmy Hart and them running wild. So Gibson, come down, baby. Come on down because I promise you we're going to finish you once and for all because I am through of people threatening us, baby. Your bark is much worse than your bite. Right, beautiful? Right. You know, Bill Dundee's come out here, Lance, last week, and he said, beautiful Bobby, Sweet Brown Sugar, and Jimmy Hart, they don't know when my arms hurt. They don't know how long I'm going to be hurt. It might be hurt. It might not be hurt. But he's going to be the only one to know it, right? But Sweet Brown Sugar and myself, we found out just how tough his arm was. And the Gibson brothers, they come on here and said everything to you what they're going to do to Sweet Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby. They told you a lot of things that they tried to do, Lance. They tried hard to do it, but they couldn't do it. They could not beat us. They brought the best shot on them they couldn't do it. And who was left laying in the ring? Yeah, who, was okay. <laughs> who left without the belt when the promoter the held it up? We got. You know, Eddie Marlin took the belts away from us because he didn't understand them. He didn't do well. Now, if you're a bet man, Lance Russell, if you're a bet man, and I know you've got a lot of money like myself, I'll bet you $1,000 that them Gibson brothers Monday night will not lay one hand on us and beat us. And when we walk out of that ring Monday night, Lance, like I said, if you're a bet man, I'll bet you $1,000 that Sweet Brown Sugar and beautiful Bobby Eaton walk out of that ring Monday night in Memphis with them Southern Tag Team belts okay, on. Okay, I'm, I'm not betting with you. I'm not betting with you. Let me tell you, I've got two grand of my money on it too, but let me say something else right now. Eddie Marlin, we have to play by Eddie Marlin's rules. If he brings the football, we play touch or we play tackle. Well, brother, one of these days I'll own this whole territory, Eddie Marlin, and you know what you're going to be doing, baby? Well, you can guess. But Lauder, we've got the monk, baby. The monk. You know, you fought Dutch Mantel. Big deal. Who cares? Dutch wanted back in the family. Hey, I didn't want Dutch in the family. But Lauder, you had better be ready, baby, because we're going to be ready for the greatest night of our life. You understand that? You had better be ready. Okay, Dave, let's get the angle and get back in the ring. I ain't no Batman, Bobby. I ain't going to... We have second fall action here. Uh, we don't have a lot of time, but we do have a little bit. And since it is an expiration of time match, and that's what we're going to do, we're going to have a match until that time expires. Danny Davis back in here, Stan Lane back in. Danny wants to talk to uh, referee Jerry Calhoun, and he's telling him that in his opinion, he was hit with a foreign object by Bobby Eaton. And uh, 
think maybe Danny has a good case there. But at any rate, Bobby Eaton got the win in the first ball for the first family, the team of uh, Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. They're having a little conference down here on the floor now. Need to get them in that ring because we said time is running a bit short. And it's going to be Danny Davis starting against Bobby Eaton in the second fall. We are back for the second fall of this exploration time tag team match. Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton are one fall up. Following the uh, dirty handed tactics of uh, Bobby Eaton. Danny Davis peppering Bobby Eaton with those right hands. Rips him from corner to corner and backdrop. Bobby Eaton in trouble here. Danny Davis picks him up just to slam him back down. Picks him up. Irish whip. Oh, he went for that back boy drop again, but Bobby Eaton smashed him in the chest with a boot. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar now, stomping away on Danny Davis. Whips him into the ropes, does Sweet Brown Sugar, back, body drop on Davis, off the ropes comes Sweet Brown Sugar, leg drop, beautiful leg drop, one, two, kick out just by Danny Davis, arm bar now by Sweet Brown Sugar on Davis, tags in, Bobby Eaton, Bobby Eaton second rib on the inside, drops a double sledge to the shoulder area. Oh, big stomp there by Bobby. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Double team. Oh, chest first into the top turnbuckle goes Danny Davis. Irish whip now by Coco. Sweet Brown Sugar, if you wheel. Danny Davis in trouble. Danny Davis getting... The shit kicked out of him by Sweet Brown Sugar in the corner, slams him down. Goes for the cover, one. Kick out and one. Sweet Brown Sugar now with the arm bar. Danny Davis from the fight out of this predicament. Danny Davis being attacked illegally by Bobby Eaton on the apron. Oh! Dropped the arm on the over the top rope there, injuring the shoulder. Sweet Brown Sugar now. Puts Danny Davis in the corner. Reverse Irish whip now by Danny Davis. Comes in. Oh, chest first again into the top turnbuckle. Danny Davis needs that tag, but he can't get anywhere near Stan Lane. Stan Lane has seen enough. Stan Lane is in. Stan Lane attacking Bobby Eaton. Jimmy Hart in the apron. Oh, he missed. He went to attack Danny Davis, but Danny Davis moved, and Jimmy Hart collided with Sweet Brown Sugar. Referee's going to call an end to this. Ring the bell. Crazy brawl here. Now Bobby Eaton's got a chair in the ring. Danny Davis and Jimmy Hart are going at it. Oh, Bobby Eaton with a chair clearing house. Attacking Stan Lane, attacking Bobby Eaton. Who the hell is that? Oh, Eric Embry, I think. Written record. Just got chaired. Oh, Sweet Brown Sugar now attacking everybody with a chair. The first family are standing tall here as we come to the end of this episode. Oh, Stan Lane getting it. Bobby Eaton attacking Embry and record. JR Hart and Jimmy Hart attacking Danny Davis. Who's that? Yeah. And Eaton 
Martin, Brown, Sugar, Hart, and Jr. leaving the area. And right. And the win on that fall, I'm sure, is going to go to uh, Brown, Sugar, and Eaton. Because Hart did not jump in the ring, he was pulled in. So well, sure I don't know that the referee saw, the, saw that, Dave. I'm not really sure. We'll get a ruling from him. Jerry? Well, who was... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, he didn't see that, so uh, that's it's disqualification on the first family. He was up on the other side of the ring, and Hart jumped up there, and so uh, disqualification goes against him. Hey, Dave, we got to take right. time out. Be back in a moment. right here on championship wrestling Davey. Oh, indeed well quite a match hey before we go uh, this afternoon from 2 30 to 4 o'clock wk and otv is having an action auction and it's going to be carried at the same time on tv5 from 2 30 to 4 o'clock simulcast on simulcast uh, on both and of 10, them right? mm -hmm. and my big uh, buddy big jack eaton and i are going to be there from 2 30 to 4 o'clock and it'll also be seen here on tv5 okay dynamite we'll be looking for that dave i hope they raise a lot of money out of it so ladies and gentlemen that's it there's a, a cast action auction thing happening this afternoon. Unfortunately, we won't be seeing that. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. That has been episode 85 of the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling Without Podcast, the Memphis Contender Wrestling Cast. Thank you very much for your listening and watching over there on Vimeo. Hi. And thank you very much for the entire year of listening. We, uh, we were away for a little bit of the beginning of the year, but we've been back now for a good uh, seven months or so. It's great to be back. Hopefully you've been enjoying the ride that we do here each and every week here. Don't forget to coming up this Monday on the Monday the 2nd. That The week commencing Monday the 2nd here on the Place to Be Wrestling Network will be the first five episodes of the Monday Night Project. From next Monday, the 9th exclusively on the Place to Be Wrestling Network will be the Monday Night Project. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. Follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. You can find us on all good major podcast suppliers. Simply search Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast from Monday. Search Monday Night Project. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast for all your merchandise needs. Vimeo.com slash MemphisCast for your video needs. We've also got a YouTube channel. There's not a lot on there. Uh, hopefully coming very coming back very soon will be Kemi with their That Girl Got Game. Um, don't forget to follow at Alan underscore Cheapshot, at Vintage Puro, at Master Wrestlers, at John Bashir. Also the wrestling podcast about nothing at the WPAN. Also find fellow podcasters and very good friends of the show at our Vantage Point and Book in the Territory. They have got Patreons, they've got free shows, they've got lots and lots of content that is very enjoyable if you are an old school wrestling fan like us. So, thank you very much ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. Hello, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. And until next time... It's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam 
I can't wait until the day you fill these eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Amsterdam, Jimmy's tulips from Amsterdam. 